usually at two o'clock. It's time for some Call Me Tim, where we talk about religion and stuff. But uh, today it's the AltaCast. Yay! CPT time! Yeah, super CPT. Because <laughs> we needed it. Oh, man. <laughs> you can tell if you've, you haven't been here in a while, but my face is like the alcoholic puff. I've got like the... I did not want to stay last... Last night, I finished my shift. It. I'm totally ready to be like, I'm going to go right. I'm going to have one beer and I'll go home. That is always just like the famous last words is that, but the problem is when people buy me beers, I'm going to drink them. I'm yeah, going to sit there and I'm going to drink the beer. I shouldn't have stayed till close. I stayed till close again. And what, wait, wait, what time did you get off originally? 11. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. and so at two o'clock, you know, I, I'm like, oh, well, and I missed the bus and there's no bus. So I walked oh. home again. This is like the fourth time in a week that I've had to walk home from a faraway venue. Like, I had to walk back from a fucking milk bar from the hate. I had to walk wait, from wait, the hate what? back Are to my serious? house. Are you serious? Yeah, that was Sunday night. That's yeah. Golden Gate Park. For, you- yep, the edge of Golden Gate Park, and I walked home. It's, I mean, it's a walking city, but. I know, but still at night. I mean, I've got my fuck Trump jacket on. It's no big deal. Here, okay, so this is what. So for the new decade, yeah, there she is. There he. Mm, mm. We'll get to that motherfucker next. Yeah. Um, but Ooh. I suggest a knife, a or, knife. or or a stun gun or or, or a taser. Excuse me. You can get them on Amazon or some mace because there is going to be a motherfucker. I don't care what no one. I don't trust people. I don't. I'm not. I just. I don't think I, I feel like if I do carry something for safety that it's gonna make me think about it more and that I would be more apt to get myself into situations that would be dangerous because I'd feel safer that which sounds stupid and weird I, and I would say just mace I just don't even I'm just not even afraid and I wouldn't want to hurt somebody if they weren't actually like attacking me no, and no one's you... ever attacked me well, I've okay, gotten mugged I've gotten mugged once but I was not attacked I was kindly asked for my goods, <laughs> and I complied. <laughs> I was kindly asked. There was a knife involved, but it wasn't like at oh, my shit. throat. See, yeah, that's he, why was, he was holding a knife, and it was like, and it, I was like, I, I gave him a bag of weed. It was fine. WeedSaveMyLife.com. Well, I still don't. I mean, coming back. I yeah, is China scary? No, China is not scary. It's Everyone's, safe. It's it's very safe because there is a facial recognition. It's a facial recognition, so they're watching you. But they're watching you here, so it doesn't matter. Um, they're watching a, us here? Yeah. If you have social media, or if you have a cell phone, or any of those things, or even a laptop, they can hear us. Why won't they get me famous? Please, <laughs> federal government, listen in. I'm an, I'm like an infidel. I'm well, like you, a... You might have to, I don't know, I'm a free either... speech maverick. Come find me. Get me in trouble. Put, you have to do something famous. horrifying in order, or, or or not be intelligent to or be famous. Or super, yeah, super, yeah. super stupid, yeah. like the TikTok stuff. That was that was what my nieces said. Is I said, I, said I don't understand what TikTok is, and they looked at me, and they're like 13, and I said, well, you do the dumbest thing you can think of, and then you get famous for it. Yeah, I've heard about, I'm there's like, some been some racist people on TikTok, that's how I found out about it. But It's children, racist children? I guess, TikTok, I, there's too much shit. There's too much shit. But, I can't follow it all. But so, like in China, there's all, because Shanghai is one of the largest cities, um, there's a point system in your family. What? Yeah. So, like in your family, if you fuck up or you do something, that's a 
you, t- you get a demerit like a family yeah demerit. and then if Were you they run out of that door i don't know how like it works shaming? i'm guessing yeah basically you can end up in prison or you'll just be shunned but because you've if you so make, like if you rob someone if you fight in public if you stuff like that what about spitting on the ground uh oh they spit on the ground all the time do they okay they do that <laughs> oh gross yeah i'm like that's some and they i'm just trying to think of what is a chinese law that i would think like that's fucked up um, like, you can't and, yell at your mother in public or oh something? no no is you that, can you, okay. i mean that stuff and the, the other What's, thing but what is, are some of the rules like, just like regular rules like don't kill people don't steal you, from you, people if you kill someone you yeah, they kill it. you that's it do do they have drugs there that's another one no no drugs in no oh that's a shame shame no really no no Alcohol? drugs yes do they get super ripped oh yeah because shanghai is a westernized city kind of so you it's a very wealthy city too i mean i've seen so many bagaris and and, and oh, maseratis shit. and shit Oof. them people have money uh, but it's 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 like a lot of chinese money and then a lot of wealthy business westerners who've moved what's or chinese business. money what's what are they the yen yeah um, oh, I thought is the yen Japan? No. No, the yen is China. It's, it's it's yeah. Did I get that right? I think the yen is Japan. We used bots in um, Thai, bot, right? Bot B-A-T, is, it yeah. is Thai, and then oh my god, I just took all my Chinese money out too. Huang, Huang. Chinese money. Chinese it'll, money. It'll come to me in a moment. I'm kind of high now. Was it a lot of coins with little squares in them? Uh, no, the, a lot of dollars and stuff. Um, uh, I still the the Chinese. It's cheap in China as well. In contrast to here, cheap like how cheap? Like uh, how much is how much is lunch? So like for example, uh, if I got two thousand dollars out, I would have that is uh, two hundred and seventy six dollars in American dollars. Wow. So it's yeah. So I only basically spent about like five hundred dollars when I was in Shanghai. You only spent five hundred dollars when you were in Shanghai. Yeah, Thailand. Like I went. I went kind of wild in Thailand, but Thailand wow. bought the bots even cheaper. So um, yeah, and I I came back with money too. What? So, but I, I mean, it don't mean nothing here. I will be oh, going the next. Oh, you came back time. with their money. Yeah, yeah. Right. And a bunch of the coins. So, oh, look at all the people. Hey, everybody. It's been a while. So, well, you it's, look and you look you look great today. Thanks. Those glasses it's are my, doing it for you. I, I got these in Thailand. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I had to. I got to come in with the new decade look. You know. Yeah, I just keep looking. You know what I love about? I just keep getting older and looking older. Oh, stop. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fine. You had a rough night. I had a rough night. I yeah. didn't. It wasn't a rough night. It was I a mean, fun night. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. That's, you know, yeah. I haven't slept really much, so I have died. <laughs> so what was the craziest thing? What was, what, I want to know one of the crazy rules in China that you just be like, what the fuck? Because, um, or it, mine what's is, the worst thing about okay, it? Okay, so the one thing like that, like, right so now. for example, if you see someone hurt or what have you, people usually just keep walking. Or if they see someone get hit by a car, people just keep walking. They mind their own business kind of thing. Are they which, questionably housed? No. There's, there's no, no homeless, homeless people? Everything's clean, no. And that's another, you can't be homeless like that. No, they'll get, you'll get in jail. They just jail the homeless. Yeah, but they pay people. They pay a lot of there's a lot of poor in the country. That's for sure. There's a lot of poor city. No. Yeah. The the city 
is a little bit more it's that's where most people are fleeing to anyway you will from what i found out from uh, my aunt's friend lucy who is from the countryside in uh, china i forgot the name of the country uh earth country excuse me the town she's from but she said it's about a 26 hour drive Oof. but it's an eight hour train ride because they have the speed train um that's where most of the factories are it's oh. poor it's you know and a lot of people are fleeing especially young people um because of like you know they don't want to be in an iphone factory yeah <laughs> there's nothing there so um but yeah shanghai was i i liked it i mean i'll be back i'll play I'll, you know my plan is going back for maybe to asia for chinese new year because they oh. were setting that up because obviously it's a big thing right. um and that was nice a lot of Chinese people so look you at know black someone people. that lives there? I told you, I have your family aunt, there. Right. Yeah, I have a family and cousins there. So all my you have aunt. to do is pay for your plane ticket. Yeah, I already have my money. Chinese visa, which is good for 10 years. So I don't have to worry wow. about that. Wow. You again. have a Chinese visa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am an international player. Wow. Uh, is there, I mean, would you consider going over there and working and teaching English or Okay, something? so that is something that was talked about, too, because um, one of my aunt's friends suggested, you know, with my credentials, what have you, they're looking for teachers. And, you know, I'm telling, you know, I, I'm more of the artist type. And so they, he said they're looking for a lot of art teachers. Really? And they pay very well. Art teachers yeah. in China? They want them to, they want them to yeah. know how to do some art. They don't want well, them just to just yeah, know how to build iPhones. I mean, and you know the thing is like there's the chinese of course take their education very seriously more than us it, it's it's they appreciate education you know and coming back here yeah if you value it because you yeah. see it as a source of strength and power that's great i will say there's a couple things that i couldn't stand and especially in thailand because thailand had a lot of russians russia there's a russian mob in Thailand. in Thailand, I am so and there's a big. The if world. you yeah, if you know anything about sex trafficking, oh, okay. So shit. two things, okay. I'm about to spill the beans. Okay, Russian so sex, tra- sex trafficking, and then in China. China. So if you guys recall, yeah. So if you guys recall, the Chinese used to have the rule about the one baby right, and right, it had right, to be right, a right, male, right. which well, I they think, want it to be a male. Yeah. So I think that rule was dismantled like in the early 2000s so now the problem is too many males not enough women sure so what has been going on is there's been a lot of sex trafficking and human trafficking in countries like pakistan and what have you where they've been getting young girls and marrying them whoa this is in china so let's skip over to thailand so of course there's a heavy duty oh and the massage parlors which i went i got several massages one i think was a rub and tub but that shit was cheap um <laughs> they're like no happy ending for you yeah, i wish i didn't need to use the voice i'm sorry that was offensive <laughs> i don't yeah i don't care <laughs> did but they look at you were they like she's black that wow, was in that's... china they, that was in China. Like, Ooh, can uh, I touch I, your hair? Was there it? was, there was the Chinese. Like I, <laughs> they would stare me down. You, okay, so you could tell the ones that were used to seeing black people and that had grown up in an urban dwelling compared to the ones that are just from the country who had never seen a black person. And so when we were doing our tourist thing in Shanghai, the stares that me and my aunt's friend got. 
um, who is also black. And I don't know if they were trying to pick us out, like, are they black or we're trying to question, find out where are they from. Mm. Um, but the stares, and then her and I, her name's Betty, uh, we, we would stare back like, yeah, like, what? What do you need? And this, I remember we were on the train uh, leaving like, um, one of the tourist sites and this little boy who kept digging in his nose just just digging was just staring me down and him and his mother were whispering back and forth staring at me and i just kept staring at them and the little boy was just digging it and he wasn't that little he looked about 13 14 still digging in his nose and just staring at i and i'm just like for a movie and then you should say like what you never seen an n-word before well i i well (laughs) in in thailand i was a little bit more smart ass until someone said to me uh be careful they uh they have a russian mob down here and here's something else now we're going to thailand yeah so i did see a ping pong show I did oh, see a sex God. show. I did. I did all the dirty stuff. It wasn't that dirty to me. It's just. It well, was I like, mean, it's, a, it's, it's, I saw, it's interesting. What would happen though if it got stuck in there? Well, you could get a real bad like infection, I would think, or they someone would. Them have girls to take were it professional, out. and I even saw some girls take out needles and razors out her cooch. What? Yeah, yeah. I saw. Yeah, that was at a Pongtong, uh, Pongtong Beach, which is this area that is. <sighs> A frat boy, Ooh. haven of clubs and bars, and I only went there three times, and I was just like, Ugh. but uh, you had your fill of twenty. Isn't it funny as we get older that twenty-six-year-old men just keep getting dumber? Yeah, how it was, is that happening? I, I would. It seemed like a place like even when I was twenty-six years old, I wouldn't want to hang out there because it was mm. just like it. It looks like um, if North Beach had that. It's North Beach. And the marina put together on steroids with those oosh, 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 slot, like stupid bars and, and the shit. And beach. Yeah. It, okay. But, um, yeah, we went it's to a hip hop club. Don't that- want to live there. I, I, at this point, I'm when I go to a place like that, I'm their mother's age. <laughs> like, they're like, what are you doing here? Dude, uh, but where's your kid? Is it your birthday? And your kid took you out? Them no, Aussies no, and Russians. I just were, like to party. I saw so many Aussies. Well, mostly a lot of Russians. I have a problem with Russians. I, yeah, I feeling they were staring at I'm us feeling, real hard. I'm feeling like a low current today of racism coming from me. I feel like mm-hmm. it's so happening right now in our world that it's even filtering through me as a conduit. And I'm like, you were in China. How much do you hate the Chinese? Or you know, you I, know what? Tell me about the Russians. Are big they awful? To, big ups to the Chinese. I ain't got no issue, but I will say something about some freaking Russians. Yeah. Why? Oh, some of them were so mean and just mean mugging. And then you can't trust some of them. I'm not saying all. I'm saying some. <laughs> like poor Hiplo. So you do not get your picture taken. If you're black and you're hanging out in a place like Thailand and you're dancing and doing all that, because they, they sell get, it, they use it. They can pass that around and see, find you for sex trade. What? Get kidnapped and yeah. get kidnapped? Yeah. Dear Lord. Yeah. So like, what? So, so if my someone took a not, picture of you for no reason, you'd be like, hey, fucking. Don't. T- no. We said to someone, no pictures, because we were at this club in uh thailand at at that shitty area and they're playing they played some like old school 90s my era so hip-hop they... and so like these russians were it was like five of us all black people in different hues and th- all everyone was watching us dance like it was like they you know we dance like we dance mm-hmm. we we get it 
Right. And so everyone was impressed and just like jars dropped. And this one couple sat by us. And then a friend of mine sitting next to me, Travis, was like, um, watch, these dudes are, uh, this guy, this Russian couple right here is going to ask for a picture and say something. Surely enough, no two minutes later, the Russian guy and his and his girlfriend were like talking to him, and he's like, "I love black music. I love black culture. Can I take a picture?" And you're like, and "Yeah." No. And then we, the girls, started dancing, and the guy wanted to take a picture of us, and we're like, "No pictures. No, no, right? No, you because take him you, back to his. It's mob either boss. that. It's it's either that, or we're not trying to be part of." Look what we saw, the, the zoo animals. Right, that you can right, go back right, right. to sure, home sure, and be sure. like, look, look, look we how, saw black people. Look how these people are, you right. know, so. But it was weird. I think but my weirdest. Walk me, walk me through this, though. The sex trap. So someone could take a picture of you, take it back to the Russian mob or whatever. They come and they kidnap you and they what? Keep you in a room? I don't people know. I haven't know. been kidnapped yet. Well, I, yeah, but <laughs> but this is, I mean. So I don't know. I'm, I'm trying I just, to figure out like when you when people get sex trafficked, it's like. I just know. How does that, how do you get tied up in that? Well, the thing is, I what I just know is their hustle is, you know, if especially if you're staying on a resort because you people know that you're gonna go back and forth to places i went to some of the same places and right. you know and phuket's not a large place especially if you're on that strip and um it's easy to find you especially if you're black sure and which i did see a bunch of black tourists which was nice but very i mean it's a limited amount but you know it, it's it wouldn't be hard to find some if you take their picture did you ever feel fear on your trip in either uh, China or Thailand. Yes, I did. Hong Kong, when we missed our flight. Oh, that's well, that's different. <laughs> that like, kind of fear, but yeah, other but not than like scared. But safety, like no. you, even with the Russian, knowing there's like the Russian mob or whatever. No, I was, I was walking around by myself, uh, made friends. Well, I didn't actually make friends. It's not a friendly place as everyone said it was. Huh. Um, we met some cool people like on the last day which who are some aussies um and we exchange uh social media unfortunately one of the ladies her name was bobby um she her house you know with what's going on in australia i think her house might be close to that area oh that fucking fire yeah yeah the world's on fire yeah That's happening so too. i guess we're, I, we're gonna be at i war. have to check up on her and then so there were like a bunch of middle-aged aussies one guy was from the uh, irish uh irishman who moved to australia that's cool so but those were the only people i met oh well these two dudes in, in the ocean cool. <laughs> you're swimming you're like, yeah hey. but i mean i was hoping Ooh. to meet uh-oh mm -hmm. i was hoping to meet like you know more people but luckily it was like a group of 10 of us my family so it was i didn't need them anyway right yeah, you had your family. That's great. Yeah. So, and the street food was amazing. Oh, of course. I ate, I ate but, stingray, which oh, was wow. delicious stingray? and flaky. Stingray twice. Sure. I uh, the the food market is cheap and delicious. Did you eat I, anything really weird, like a rat or like a cricket or something? Like, no. like a cockroach. Uh, cockroach. No. Well, I think they I don't know, deep fry them or something. I don't know what the fuck no, I. I, Nothing too weird. No, I was just more happy about the fit, different fishes that I could, you know, 
I tried and couldn't eat here. Right. And it had a lot like the large prongs. Ooh. You know, which was cheap. Yeah. Which if you were to buy it here, it's not cheap. Well, because they're not the same because they're live over there. And like all the shrimp we get in the United yeah. States is frozen because it all comes from over there. Uh, Unless I, you get little live ones that are running. And the cute little legs and feet. Oh, the weirdest thing that I did eat was Hooters for Christmas dinner. What? Oh, so yeah, Christmas in China. Do they celebrate Christmas in China? No, this is in Thailand. Oh, do they celebrate Christmas in Thailand? Uh, Well, they decorate it. A lot of people did. It was weird seeing like the Christmas trees like in 85 degree weather. Uh, uh, But yeah, um, we had a beautiful Christmas brunch on the beach and stuff at at Hooters. (laughs) <laughs> no. no, no, that was Christmas dinner. That is, that was not our choice. Some of us are very salty about that. Yeah, still. but that's so funny because um, Asian ladies have tiny boobs. So how does Hooters? Work? Oh, and it was it was bikini night too. So oh, yeah, Lord. so <laughs> get the wax together. Ladies. Yeah, it was it was really weird. Like you would see like walking up and down on the strip where we were, um, so many massage parlors, and you could see the ones we would. My cousin and I played the game of which ones said no sex and which ones did not. Because on some of the massage parlors, it'll state, you know, their hours. And then after after that, it'll say no sex. Right. But then there'll be some that wouldn't say no sex. So so does that mean? Is, sex, is that legal there? In the massage parlors? It's like one of those things that people know about. Well, I know because I've heard about it. I've heard that it's a very, I'm guessing, you know. It's in China, is sex legal? Do you see people? Well, yeah, sex um, is legal. No, but do they? Um, do you see? It's, do you, people hold hands? Are there like people hold, public I, displays of affection? I did, see, is it, I did see some of that. Not as uh, not a lot, but I did see some. You yeah. know, um, it's the the. Do they seem sex pretty the, uptight. I mean, if the, if everyone's watching you all the time, I'd be pretty fucking uptight. Um, I would say a little bit more nervous. People were just. You know, it just reminded me of like Chinese people here. Huh. I mean, the the ones that are fresh off the boat kind of Chinese. Sure. Not those who are Americanized. I'm sounding really pure ignorant. Today. I know we're I super. Like, we're like super racist no- <laughs> today. Sorry about that, everybody. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm it's talking about general, fresh off the boat. Well, it's just a general undercurrent. Of, yeah. We're talking, but here's the thing: like everyone is racist. It's bigotry that's. I'm the prejudiced. Problem. I can't be racist. Well, it's but. Racist is we're all like we're all racist. We all think about races and stuff, but it's the bigotry that's the problem. It's like we can, like, just even saying I'm Danish and I did my 23 in me. Like all of that shit is racist. You're finding out, you're you're connecting to yourself and your race in a specific way. And people do that, and they're like, I'm German. I'm I'm Italian. I'm watching the fucking Sopranos. I'm watching the Sopranos for the first time ever, and boy, it was so good in the beginning. And I'm just like, but I have to finish it. Anyways, they're really, Tony Soprano's super racist, but he's also super Italian. Anything, whenever we even mention race, we're being racist. But it's the bigotry that's the problem. It's when we say, I think you're black, and so that's not as good, or in some way, the Chinese are, like if we the degradate Chinese are them. racist. Well, that's the we are. And the Russians are very racist. And if they're, but it's if they're bigoted too, if they're like, Yes, I'm acknowledging race, but yeah, and also acknowledging that I think you're a shitbag because of your race. That's bigotry. Yeah. So that's something I'm used when, to. When and I just believe that we're all shitbags, so it doesn't matter. Like it's not you for yourself. <laughs> I am not, I'm a sh- I'm an asshole. There we go. I'm an asshole. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to own it. I, I'm I'm okay with being an asshole. Uh, that's what I'm going to do in 2020. I'm going to own. I'm gonna own my asshole. Yeah, my my my, my shitbag nature. I mean, 
We're all just bags of skin anyways. Why do we decide that some bags of skin are better than other bags of skin? And then we Because ours like, doesn't age. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't afford <laughs> you, you, <laughs> I can't afford Botox. I I don't think I'd get it anyway, but I can't I definitely can't. You don't afford need it. it. Well, up close, yeah, I do. I and I haven't been um Yeah, I'm a Monet. I look good from far away. You get up close and you're like, eh, it's just a bunch of fucking dots. <laughs> right? Damn. No, actually, you would be... Okay, going back to Thailand, I saw some burnt-ass, turned-up, white, crispy people that looked like that lobster from Little Mermaid, the Sebastian. The color of your hat. Oh, man. Yeah. Some people need... Ooh. Sunscreen. You can tell they had skin cancer, and it, and Russians do not age well. Oh yeah. Oh, they don't. Why are there so many Russians in Thailand? Because it's close. It's cheap. It's close to Russia. I guess it's, so. It's tropical? closer than it is. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. You know, they ain't got really. They don't have palm trees in Russia. Oh right. So these are like rich Russians. I don't on know. vacation. I'm guess I mean, I guess middle class Russians can go too cuz I mean, everybody the majority like I didn't see too many Americans. Huh. I mean, I saw there was a lot it's of South far Africans. Away. It's far away yeah. for us. There were, I mean, there's South Africans which is nice which be careful with them. They're racist too. <laughs> uh, don't forget apartheid was not that long racist. ago. And then, you know, there's some Filipinos. It was, I mean, it was a nice mix of people. And it was nice to see some, you know, black people there that was like, yeah, you on vacation too. But it's all. specifically a vacation place. Like, yeah. 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 Everyone going there is specifically going there for vacation. Yeah. I mean, more people are moving there now because it's cheap. Um, but it's also with that going on, it's taken away from the culture. Because huh. one thing I can say about Thailand, which I liked more than Shanghai, was there's a culture there. And then they also do things like, you know, Shanghai, there's history more in Thailand. Huh. Because I just found out that that is the only uh, one of the only nations in that uh, region that had not been colonized. Right, right. I did not know that until I, I was there. They, I was just like, why wow. Did they colonized Thailand. I'm glad they did. Well, I'm glad they didn't just either. Think I'm how just, fucked up. I mean, because you got Burma and all the Indian Vietnam stuff. was colonized. Yeah, oh, yeah which is right next door. Um, India. They India still wasn't have, even an island. They still have their culture. So I mean, that was. That was an awesome thing, but now you have these Westerners and Russians coming to invade, and Aussies as well, coming to invade their land now their and lush. buy stuff. Well, it's the same thing that's happening in Mexico with the, um, they, there was uh, down in Cabo San dog shit, <laughs> at Cabo San Lucas at the edge there, the beautiful, beautiful edge. There used to be these really great beaches, and, and they were awesome. But now they've built all of these... Um, resorts and so the only way to get to the beach is to go through the resort but you're not allowed to go through the resort unless you lie so Jonathan and I heard the people in front of us talking and their room number and we just picked numbers real close across the hall or whatever um and they let us in and so we got to, we were there all day and every time we went down on the beach they asked us what our room number was like they were keeping track of people that's ooh, you know. didn't tell them did you we told them the, we, just, we made up a room number and just said that oh, was you made us it for up. a while you were like oh blah 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 good you used yeah. your you definitely used your street smarts yeah hit. sure but and then we walked along the beautiful beach and it was great but that's what they're doing now is they're buying up all of the land and it's like but the Mexicans like we're taking away their own beautiful beaches and making it so that they can't even go to 
them because well, we're mean, turning them into resorts. It's it's awful. I mean, Cabo St. Lucas has been gone anyway, and that's where like a lot of rich people go yeah. anywhere. Uh oh. Thank you. I'll take that away. Oh, and you know, I you know what I have I haven't even been to Mexico yet. So what am I saying? Yeah. I just read up. I've just read up With about your Chinese visa. Like, can we can we talk about the whole the whole uh, war thing? What do you think about? Okay. I I originally was like, it's just a distraction away from the impeachment. But now I'm like, he's really going to do this. Like, I just thought they were tweeting about and just being stupid and being like, I think it's both. Let's tweet and twat. It's it's both because definitely it's a distraction, but now it's not a distraction. It's a real fucking thing. And it's also too, because, you know, Trump has to prove his manhood. He has to do something really fucked up. And this is the most fuckery where you're putting people's lives in danger. Absolutely. That's a problem. And, you know, didn't he promise his supporters that he would get people out of all these wars? And now he's starting one. And now we're going to be the only one. We're going to be the only island on Lonely Island, I should say, because the the British don't want to fuck with us. The Germans don't. They were like, you're on your own. It seems so silly to me. Why do we even what? Why do we even want to be there? Why? I mean, so so they it's like he said that they attacked. I heard this morning or yesterday. Oh, they attacked us. But if we weren't over there, they wouldn't have anything to attack. Like, you know, it starts. We left there. They're not going to attack us here. So get the troops out of there. Get the fuck out. So when he ripped up the Iran deal a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. that was already a bad sign. That was already a red flag already. And, you know, reading up on with. Uh, the U.S. and Iran relation, uh, Iran's relationship goes back to like 1953, yeah. and it, it's very fascinating um, how much we fucked around with that place. And now, with us coming in for out of the blue, just the murder of the the general, right? Who was it? I mean, yeah, he's a bad dude, but there's always a strategy to things, and it, it's. It's kind of a scary time. I did appreciate, well, I shouldn't say this on social media or on the podcast because I know I, when I was in uh, Shanghai, I was reading about the $80 million. uh, uh, Did you hear about this? There was a, there still is uh, (laughs) an $80 million deal for Trump's head. What? Not his head, but you know, to, to right, y- you know. That well, they thing. just let out of um, just let out of jail the guy who tried to assassinate Ronald Reagan in the name of Jodie Foster. Oh, John Hinckley. Yeah, they just let him out. His he served his time. Weird. I'm yeah, kidding. I feel like maybe we should, maybe we should give the eighty. Maybe we well, should wait, send me, him a bullet. Let me with a we, name we, engraved. We got to we got to be careful right here. I know. I know. They, I know. they really listen now. Well, no, we don't. I mean. I would, I mean, yeah. Though, I, just, I mean, if, I mean if two people died, Nancy Pelosi would be president. And that, Nancy Pelosi would not have been my choice, but man, she could fucking do so the that job. Means Mitch McConnell's gone, huh? Oh, that's a great day. Uh, getting Christmas late. <laughs> well, she's the Speaker of the House, right? Oh, yeah, because then it'll be, it would be Mitch McConnell. Oh, I thought it was... And oh, then and the, no, speaking of the house she's is after fourth in line. Yeah, she's. I think she's number four, but uh, that wouldn't happen. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, the scary thing is, I was thinking about when uh, 
this the whole time when I was there because I'm like, wow, this is how we're going to start the decade, huh? Pretty right. shitty so far. And that, you know, now that we have the Sin Servicemen 3000, I think they've deployed. The problem is the news has been just all over the place. You don't know. Yeah, I can't even. And the thing is, I'm trying to look for stuff and it, it's difficult to find, which is seems crazy to me that I have to look for the concept that we're going to be at war right now. Like it should be everywhere. Well, it should be on. I would trust if this is a real thing, it should be like everywhere. Well, it should be in the gestalt. And I don't I haven't even like. I, I, I would trust like anybody's even realizing it's happening. I, mean, I would trust all... not the mainstream media, obviously, um, because the statements of uh, and the stories that have been coming out have been all over the place. Okay, so now so, here we go. Now I just found one ten minutes ago. Trump pulls back from war with Iran. See, it is all a distraction, motherfuckers. All of this is fucking fake. He had the tweets with the Iran guy. Oh no, no, and it's not back fake. Back and forth. It's not fake. It's it's real. But it's a distraction. The guy is dead. It's a distraction. But it's a distraction from the impeachment stuff. So it's like, hey, uh, hey, I'll give you some money under here if you tweet with me but it's a like, little bit. It's the worst kind of distraction. You know, it's terrible like you're, because you're people's like, lives are at stake. You're, 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 you're pushing. He's pushing the red button. And by the way, Iran has nuclear weapons. Yeah, that is one of the reasons why we signed uh, that Iran deal back. I think it was in 2012 or something. It was over. It was during the Obama administration. So here's the. 10 minutes ago Sebastian Smith with Maya Jebeli in Baghdad and Mark Jordier in Tehran 10 minutes ago Washington AFP President Donald Trump pulled back from the brink of war with Iran <laughs> on Wednesday that's now saying that Tehran appeared to be standing down after firing missiles without causing casualties at US troops based in Iraq I don't know how to believe this in a televised address to the nation from the White House, Trump emphasized there were no Americans harmed in the ballistic missile, missile salvo aimed at two bases. I don't believe that. While he promised to immediately impose punishing new economic sanctions on Tehran, Trump welcomed signs of Islamic Republic appears to be standing down in the tit-for-tat confrontation. The comments cooled what threatened to become an uncontrolled boiling over of tensions after Trump ordered the killing last Friday of a top Iranian general, Qasim Soleimani. In New York, the Nasdaq stock market index surged to a record high of 9,129.24. Making money. Oh, that's the Make, we always make money in a time of war. However, oh, the U.S. Man. president facing both an impeachment trial in Congress and a tough re-election in November defended his targeting of a man seen by many as Iran's second most influential official. Soleimani, a national hero at home, was the world's top terrorist and should have been terminated a long time ago. <laughs> Trump said. And though Trump ended his remarks with a call for peace, he opened by stating he would never allow Iran to procure a nuclear weapon. He then urged European allies and other world powers to follow America's lead in abandoning an international agreement on managing the country's nuclear ambitions. It was Trump's 2018 withdrawal from that agreement okay. and the re- a reimposition of crippling economic sanctions against which Iran began an intensification of tensions between the two countries. Uh, missile blast bases. Iran's missiles targeted the sprawling Al Assad Air Base in western Iraq and base in Arbil, both housing American and other foreign troops for a U.S. led coalition fighting the remnants of the Islamic State jihadist group. 
blah 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 okay so you know what i just thought about he just faked it all it was all this was all fake this was all fake this was it's this not is, fake it's real yeah but they're it's, they're it's just, they're doing their own fake news it's like wag the dog it's, well i don't believe this i mean the news that you just read i don't believe all that shit you, there's no way you can just bomb or uh do a drone strike and no one die I'm sorry. If, well, but, if they were trying to do a target, because he even but said... But that's why it makes me think it's not real. I feel like there's some back deal stuff between, you know, the parties at play. And they're like, okay, people are stupid. And this is what we're going to tell them. I don't think... And it, if we do this, we'll help you. I think that... I think... Maybe I'm too much of a conspiracy theorist. But I think that Donald Trump and the government that currently exists has paid with our tax-paying money, money to the leaders in Iran because they wanted that motherfucker killed. You don't think they wanted no, him no, killed? No, they didn't. Of course they did the higher-ups in Iran. They want the second-in-command to be good. They want it. He I was probably doing something over there that we didn't know. I, I really don't think that. I that really think... All, it, this is all planned. I, I really think because there's so much hate for the Muslim world and we've always fucked with Iran, which I don't know why. They have 80 million people in a fantastic fucking army. And nuclear weapons. I don't know why you would fuck with. I don't know why you want to fuck with them. And plus, the Saudis don't like Iran. And so, mind you, Trump and I forgot uh, the Saudi prince are like this. Mind you, the Saudi prince uh, murdered that uh, journalist uh, about almost a year ago, uh, who wrote for the Washington Post, uh, Khalid. Yeah, I think that was his name. Anyway. So I think that has something to do with it, and I don't. I think the Iranians did not know about this surprise attack. Oh, I, I don't think. I don't think they. And I, I think don't, it, my thing is. I, I don't think, think it's stupider than anything. that. I think that it's big government people pulling all the strings, and they've been doing it for years. And now, maybe we can be smart enough to be like, don't play with our people and our. We're, that's the thing is, we're not anything to them. All the people with all the money that are trying we're to keep all the money. We're not trustworthy. We're not, but nowhere. We're not people. We're just little dollar bills walking around, and we're just consume, consume, consume. That's all they want us to do. They want us just to buy everything. Well, they want us to buy and consume and eat and get fat and get sick and spend money on drugs and have well, people make more money and all. And they want us to be quiet and complacent. And they lie to us with this bullshit. There's never going to be a war with them. This is all. This well, is all well, distraction from the impeachment. I don't. I don't. I. I wouldn't. I I would, I'm at 50-50. The reason why is because you don't fuck with Iran. That is like the wrong country to fuck with. We fucked with Iraq because it was smaller, less people. They don't have nuclear weapons. And and the fact of the matter is just... But because Iraq, we want their oil? Is this is this all about oil? Because I, I, have, I think we were, it has something... To, definitely oil is in it. But it's also, too, not just oil. There's, to me, white supremacy to it as well. White supremacy, because we don't like brown. We don't like brown people. Yes, and it's the Muslim world. They're successful. Iranians have money. (laughs) I met some of the most coolest people I met when I would I would go to the Middle East was the Iranians, and they're very they're really and the thing is they identify as Persian. Um, they say Iranians. Okay, I, I mean, knew a Persian. I've never been to Iran. I've just only the closest I've been to is uh, Qatar. Gotcha. But um, traveler. Uh, yeah. Here, uh, matches. I'm going to relight this bowl. Oh, here you go. There's some fire. But right. I really think there's white supremacy elements to it because these people aren't that intelligent to think about to come up with clo- uh, something like weapons of mass destruction bullshit, okay? I, they're they're not that they're not that smart. Do you see what kind of 
if they were smart enough they would have a better strategy to you know oust this guy bush the bush administration wasn't that bright either but this is on stupidity level because it all has to do with deflection yeah. it it totally does and then that deflection got too serious yeah. because you killed one of the main generals and you thought you were just, they thought they didn't it, trump didn't know who this guy was do you really think trump knew he doesn't even know probably where to point where iran is seriously but he that's why i'm saying there's no there's not it's because he was like well what can we do so that no one thinks about the impeachment they probably well, said can pick I a do? country point to the yeah, map it's like what can i do to distract them and or to become a hero in some way and that's why oh i'm gonna stand down and i'm gonna say you know what we're not gonna have a war now and so it's like i'm scared da, da, da. i'm gonna make a move and well, then then, we're gonna do this i'm the president oh look now i made this decision everybody well, be okay with me he and then he can scared. stand on this and say well you know what i shouldn't be impeached because i'm a, a peaceful guy look at what i did i saved us from war did you see how i single-handedly you saved us from a war backing down and here's something that i mentioned Save earlier us from a war that he created no 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 you remember what i told you earlier here i'll help you oh it's okay um, I'm gonna, i uh, want oh, you friction um I want you to look up what I told you about t 20 minutes ago about one of the reasons why I think he's backing down because you fucked with the wrong country and the wrong people. That $80 million bounty on him. That Now, a lot of, a lot of American news, uh, mainstream news, were not reporting this. But if you, if, you know, I watch the Young Turks and then I also like to look at uh, The Guardian. There's an $80 and million dollar bounty on, if you tr on, look on Donald it up. Trump's head. Okay, look it up. Look it up. You know, unfortunately, you're not going to hear that on MSNBC or yeah. CNN or some horse shit like that. Yeah. And he realized you play it. Wow, they're they're gonna fuck they're gonna fuck me up. Yeah, they will come for. They even they even said that they're gonna come from his uh, properties. Oh, what? Uh, eight no eighty million dollar. Eight million or eight thousand. Eighty. Eighty million. Eighty million. Jeez. Well, I, uh, let me. I'll keep trying. You yeah. I don't. What, what or, should I say? Or I, can, or I can just put Trump eighty million. I would write million. Eighty million. Trump. See, oh, there. Oh. Trump donation. It, it, it came let's up. See, let's see what happens here. They should. Did Iran offer an eighty million dollar bounty for Trump's head? Wow. Soleimani, you just calls yeah. for eighty million Trump assassination. Mm-hmm. He an eighty million bounty on Trump. George Lopez jokes will all. Oh, my phone just cut off. Do you think they're listening? I told you they're listening. My phone just <laughs> my, my IJ live just like for those a listening on the podcast. A speaker taking part in Kasim Soleimani's funeral procession said anyone who assassinates Trump should get an eighty million bounty. Wow. A eulogist at the funeral procession of the Iranian military commander Kasim Soleimani called for President Donald Trump to be assassinated in revenge and for the person who carried it out to be rewarded with $80 million. So the government cut us off there for a second. Yeah. They didn't. I mean, I'm just reading it's the like, news. It's I'm like just like reading I'm back, the news. Yeah. It's I'm like just, I'm back in China. I'm just Told letting people know what's going on. Maybe. And, and that's a funny thing. Not <laughs> what shuts us down is not my fucking rant about how I think it's all a conspiracy because they're like, hey, yeah, Alex Jones, your ass off over there. <laughs> some shit up. He's actually a lizard person from the Anunnaki. <laughs> He's come down. 
<laughs> to save us all. I didn't even smoke anything. That didn't even. That didn't even. That didn't even matter at all. That he's. That I say that, but we say this, and suddenly, lights out. Um, and by an the unnamed this is just eulogist. reported on different. Yeah, this is all yeah. just reported on different things. But here's the thing. Unnamed eulogist made a comment on Sunday as thousands of people poured into the streets in the northeastern Iranian city of Mashhad to pay their respects to Soleimani, the leader of the paramilitary Kurds force who was assassinated late Thursday in a U.S. drone strike in the Iraqi capital, Baghdad. And there's... And only 519 people are talking about it. They have the thing. Um, we will give a prize of 80 million to whomever brings the head of the person who ordered the killing and terrorism of our big revolutionary hero, the eulogist said in Farsi, Iran's main language, in a video posted on Twitter by the NBC News correspondent Ali Arozi. Wow. Anyone who brings the yellow-haired lunatic to us will get 80 million from the Iranian people, Eula just added. Earlier reports circling on social media erroneously said the 80 million figure was officially backed by the Iranian government. Okay, can I say something? Please. 75% um, of me believes this is real, but I'm a little bit skeptic, 25%. I'm leaning on more of like, this is why you're not hearing this being reported on the American news. Yeah, I mean, cause come on, think about it. I mean, the I, Iranians. I can't is, believe it. This it's is like, why you don't fuck around with YouTube. the Iranians. People, do people what happened? Remember what happened in 1979, which is not that long ago, when they uh, uh, they oh. had the hostages. Uh, uh, there was American hostages. George Lopez says, made yes, a joke yes. that we'll do it for half. half. Yeah, the El Chicano star wrote, this "We'll is, do it for half." And he's response getting to a post stuff. that made the unsubstantiated claim Iran had issued an 80 million bounty on Trump following the U.S. assassination of top Iranian General Qasem Soleimani in a drone strike. Wow, that is—he's funny. I, I think we'll it's do hilarious. it for half. <laughs> He's hilarious. Lopez, a vocal critic of Trump, did not immediately return HuffPost's request for comment. A spokesperson played down his post as a joke, according to NBC News. It's a funny fucking joke. I think it's hilarious. But people on Twitter, led by conservative activists, right-wing radio hosts Wayne Dupree and Mark Levin, Fox Nation personalities Ooh. Diamond and Silk, oh, and disgraced coons. former Fox News host Eric Bowling, lambasted the clip. Many critics called for Lopez to be arrested and tagged the Secret Service in their posts. You can't, you can't arrest someone for free speech. He didn't threaten him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some social media users, however, accused Lopez's critics of hypocrisy. Trumpers are outraged over comedian George Lopez's joke. Trumpers want PC comedy when it comes to their side, but applaud non-comedians like Ted Nugent, who called for killing president obama yeah and who was then later rewarded for threatening obama by being welcomed to the trump white house comedian kathy griffin who drew similar ire in 2017 when she posed for a photo shoot with a fake bloody decapitated trump's head also chimed in calm down trump colt george lopez <laughs> is a professional comedian and oh fuck off this joke is hilarious <laughs> and you all know it <laughs> love kathy griffin she's I a love badass it. um so that's all the stuff that's what did chicano warrior say that's george chicano, Lopez. uh that's the we'll do it for half oh. chicano world's chicano world start iranian authorities have put a bounty on american president donald trump's head during a televised funeral 
and what are your thoughts and george lopez said i'll do it for half so that was the original i think thing. i think i think that's funny yeah now he's being harassed do you know well we do if we still do have free speech and i know they're yeah. gonna try to take that away from us too hey if you want to donate to free speech give us some money we've got a gofundme going on right now and go to mutiny radio in gofundme and throw us some money so that we can keep free speech alive and keep talk about up. these scary things that are happening in the world because i honestly that's the thing i woke up this morning and i was like are we at war what's going on We're not there no yet. one seems to be talking about it or worried about it. i'm like are we can there be a protest like what the fuck is going on are we all still hung over from new year's like what the fuck <laughs> you know what honestly with so much uh i don't even want to say fake news so much false narrative so much of the false narrative that is going on um i i wouldn't be surprised we're probably already there and just don't know about it i mean there i mean there's so many things going on in different countries that we're fucking with yeah you know i wish i've we, lost I really count wish we i've lost count seriously this is um in 1981, at the outset of the Iran-Iraq War, Qasim Soleimani witnessed his country's first use of human wave-style tactics. Yeah. That costly practice would become one of the hallmarks of the conflict that would claim nearly a million lives on both sides and would see a return to First World War-style trench warfare and the widespread use of chemical weapons. Oof. When the UN eventually negotiated a ceasefire, both sides claimed victory. A key result of the conflict was Iran's adoption of a national security strategy that relied on more economical practice of asymmetric warfare, terrorism wars by proxy. The Revolutionary Guards Kurds force led by Soleimani for more than 20 years played a crucial role in the implementation of this strategy, which ensured that Iranian society would never again experience such a bloodletting. For leaders in Tehran, the Iraq, Iran-Iraq war would become the war to end all wars, sort of. Now Soleimani is dead, and a lot has been written in recent days about the war with Iran, while far less has been written about what that war might look like or acknowledging that on the battlefields of america's forever wars a war with iran has been going on for decades um, this author during my time in the marines i brushed up against iranian militias in iraq in 2004 and 2005 helped americans evacuate the embassy in beirut in 2006 when hezbollah threatened our presence and then fought the kurds force supported elements of the taliban in western afghanistan in 2008 nearly a decade at war left me with many friends, many dead friends, and when tallying up how they died, I can trace more of their deaths to the barrel of an Iranian-supported Shia militiaman or an Iranian-developed armor-piercing IED than to card-carrying members of Al-Qaeda. In many respects, both America and Iran have pursued similar national security strategies over the past two decades, enabling the populations of both countries to remain at peace, while our cadres of military professionals have engaged in wars by proxy and other special operations around the globe. Soleimani's replacement, Ismail Ghani, as well as the entire high command, are not only architects of low-intensity forever war with Iran, but they are also veterans of the Iran-Iraq war. Their experience will factor prominently into crafting a post Soleimani strategy for the region and whether that strategy will lead them into an escalatory spiral that could ultimately precipitate a more costly conventional war upending peace at home fuck man I don't want there to be war here either don't know I don't want to fight Iranians I ain't got no beef with you I got no fucking dog in this fight what why we have no what the fuck 
who why do you know how much shit is going on i got behind the scenes of like we're worried about what's going on which we should be worried about with what's going on with iran but there's also the supreme the 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 court judges that are getting passed in oh yeah and then there's also uh with the arrest of uh like there's things going on with flynn and who's that one uh guy that got arrested the other paul manafort oh with their cases that's going on but that's going on on top of uh manafort sentencing yeah yeah, that's happening right now. Former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort discharged. Oh, that was dis- that was in December. Um, I was I just put in Manafort and it and it said sentencing. There's, I mean, there's oh, there's a slew of going on the things going on, and yes, this is a big detra- distraction. But this is something one add that to the twenty that you have to pay attention to. Paul Manafort sentencing, forty-seven month sentence handed down. 47 months? But that was in 2019. Paul Manafort's prison sentence is nearly doubled to seven and a half years. There was something I read earlier. Well, now this one says he's sentenced to less than four and a half years. So anyway, we have, we don't know. There's, but see, things there's, are going on. There's a lot of shit going on. Shit going and then on. we, and then we mentioned earlier with Australia. So this is really fucking sad. So, so far there've been 1 billion uh, animals that have perished because of the fires. Oh, I know there's a huge fire. And I and saw a picture of a burned little koala. It was so sad. It's in, that is due to climate change which is another big issue uh add that to in the 20 that you have to worry about because now you have like uh exxon i think was an issue i think yeah exxon's always an issue you know Wait, we, and we, we have, shouldn't be oil dependent yeah why we are we oil australia dependent? on fire right now uh, it's there's just so so many things happening oh and then there's something else i read about in china with fake meat fake meat gross so manafort was sentenced to nearly four and a half years in prison for tax and bank fraud related to his work advising ukrainian politicians a significant break from sentencing guidelines that called for a 20-year prison term so he only has to do four and a half years instead of 20 such a lucky bastard seriously look at that privileged work yeah i mean if you i guess it just means if you have enough money you don't have to you don't have to do the time when you do the crime. Oh. Everyone takes care of you. I also forgot we're in an election year, too. So add that to oh <laughs> what else is you know, going on. I get so angry at elections because all of this money is raised for what? I know. We could actually. Uh, you could build shit with yeah, that. For, you know, if, All if, these campaign funds. The, the campaign person I would vote for would be the one that takes their $40 million of campaign finances and just gives it to start it's like hey you know what i'm gonna do instead of putting this into paper that i'm gonna send in the mail or (laughs) things look i just built a school you know like here well kids can oh hey i just forgave all these student loans of people or something like do do something and then people will vote for you well you know that bernie sanders who you know hopefully i hope he gets it he's actually he's about he's about to bypass biden great which you know what that means right that means he would be be number one yeah that would be great and so now the mainstream media and like your new york times and washington post are now starting to pay attention to him but they're trying to uh throw shade at him you know he 
because Joe Democratic B- presidential candidates go after Joe Biden's electability. That's super recent. Oh yeah. Uh, RS Politics 2020 Democratic Primary Leaderboard. We can look at that. Uh, Joe Biden is pitching himself as the one politician who can dislodge Trump. I don't think I'm not. I don't like that guy. He Fuck fucked Biden. with the weed. He's he's the, he's part of the he's the one that started. Well, he didn't start the drug war, but the drug policies of the early 80s, even, who he wrote with that fucking racist. What's his was it? Strong Thurman. That oh, piece God. of shit. Yeah, they were guy's... friends. They were friends. Bernie Sanders says the is the biggest market risk of 2020 Gundlach says who's Gundlach okay see this is where the slander starts because all these rich folks are afraid of him well because he's for the people because because we're still but that's the whole thing it comes down to when rich people think they're better than other people this is the time to go on your uh, uh, your rant about about how Mark Zuckerberg could fucking save San Francisco and he could personally house every single homeless person. There's 8,500 people. There's people over 55, over 50, living on the fucking street. And he's got how many houses? How many billions of dollars do you need? You know how how much a billion dollars is? It's 999,000. It's 999,000. Thousand million. <laughs> Can you even conceptualize that number? I like, don't know, man. But it's one more. So it's one more million than that. It's it's a hundred thousand. It's so many millions. <laughs> he could take one of his billions. Oh, does he have seven billion dollars? He could take one of those billions of dollars, and he could house everyone in the United States. There's no question that could pay for our Andrew Yang. Where's Andrew Yang going to get the money for our thousand dollars a month from fucking Jeff Bezos or from fucking he doesn't pay Mark taxes. Zuckerberg? But that's the thing: is that Mark how Zuckerberg many billions the do devil. they need? Why do they need a billion dollars? No one I, person needs that. They're bags all, of skin. They're I, going to die I'm just like the rest this. of us. I'm going to say this: they're going to die I, just like us. I don't care if you have that much money. I don't care. I think it's awesome. Good. Congratulations. But you should be taxed yeah. heavenly on that shit. Yeah, absolutely. I really think I you will be enjoying the fucking high life. And I'll be like happy with some fucking health care. Right. All exactly. right. Something yeah. so small. So I want them to enjoy their billions. But you need to be. You need to pay your fair share. Exactly. You need to be taxed the fuck. And some and, people say because but my we thing have is sales like, what's tax. Wrong, they, what's wrong with yeah. that? I mean, especially, okay, especially if you are some fuckface like Jeff Bezos. You still have your employees. Don't you want happy, healthy employees that can make you even more fucking money? No, they, they, they And then you have consumers. Away. You'll have more consumers who have more money in, the po- in their right, pockets to buy more to, things. To buy more things. Yeah. So everybody's a winner. Everyone's a winner. Everybody's a winner. And you'll still make a fucking ton more money. Yeah. How many millions? How many billions? Yeah. My my thing is like, I don't, I don't know math, but I know basic (laughs) economics 101, supply and demand. And also if you have a healthy worker or employee, you're going to be, make be get more productive shit done. And with production comes money. Yeah. I mean, it's such a basic, or, uh, well, give, it's a big give and take and it's a, it's a fair thing. So I want them to have their billions, but you need to be taxed the fuck. I don't think anyone needs out. more than a million dollars. I don't care. Year. I think I don't, I'm not going to put a limit on people's money, but whatever that limit is or whatever you have, you're going to have to pay your fair share. And with that, 
I mean, just imagine, even with just that. That's why I want to see Donald Trump's tax returns, because did he pay taxes? That motherfucker didn't pay shit. Exactly. And if he made money off being president and he still didn't pay taxes, I want to fucking know that shit. Why do I? Why do rich people not have to pay taxes, but poor people have to pay taxes? I'm, I don't I'm, get it. I'm afraid to see how much I get, ta- or if I get anything oh, tax man. season. I might even have to owe. I might, I might owe a little because of how I had to run the books here. Maybe and like, how are we supposed to owe? We broke. I know. I made we 16, broke, I broke. I made sixteen thousand dollars last year. Yeah, you better not owe for shit. You are. I, I'm, I might have to owe a couple hundred bucks. That is stupid. If I know. Sixteen thousand. And you know what? The sad thing is, that's a, like kind of like the normalcy of how much people make. That shit's normal. How the fuck is someone supposed to? By I mean, today's I, standards in 2020, are you should be getting paid an hour at least twenty six dollars an hour. Yeah, that'd be nice. That is the normal wage, but we're just now talking about getting to fifteen dollars, in which corporations are trying to fight us on that. see the smoke. Or if you want to be an artist, like I'm trying to be, you sometimes don't get paid. What artist? Art's dead. That that I is hate, also. Fun. I I hate to say that. But it's true. God is dead. Nietzsche. Oh, yeah. All right. I really, really think that this was all just a ruse. This whole, I called it from the beginning. I was like, but, but unfortunately, a guy did die, and that sucks. No, seven people died. Oh. Well, the- and then now there's more dead people because when they were having, a, I think, the funeral, they had a stampede oh and God. 40 people died in a stampede. Oh, that's so terrible. What a terrible way to die. So now there's, I mean, just because there's you murdered. There's a lot murdered, of blood on our hands. Yeah. All right, I mean. Yeah, there's but, blood on our but, hands. But there's, but there's been bloodshed going on in that country, yeah. not just from his administration. It's been going on for decades. Why can't we all just get along? And then here's, you know, I, I would. When I was watching the Young Turks, they mentioned some of the most important things of why does America get involved in these different uh, why why every country we get involved we we fuck up like we did that in the Congo with uh, Mamumba back in the 1960s read about it Lumumba excuse me um, let's not talk about Central and South America oh God how many coups oh. and how many things we've overthrown and yeah. they they paralleled that to even what what we did in Iraq yeah. and what we were trying to what we've been trying to do to the Iran Iran Contra scandal remember that whole thing yeah that's 1987 with Oliver North Golly I remember North. I remember I remember, I remember watching that when I was a kid that's one of the first things in politics i do recall but but it's funny that we're in an election year and 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 hopefully the democrats will pick up some speed and game on this i can't imagine that's the thing is if trump gets reelected, i really do need to seriously think about moving to another country this is shit's gonna hurt because and and i can't you know i can't think that it's got to be rigged like if he gets elected again it's not the will of the people. It's no. It means I that think everything it's is the will of the Democratic Party. Well, I really but then they're complicit in letting him no, be reelected. No, no, no. Well, don't don't think about this too deep, because the Democrats are trying to play play it safe. Like they don't want complete change because that whole corporations and money sure. and all that funky shit and that's why they want joe biden that's why you have the dnc right. and the dc cc pushing joe biden because you know he's the one he he profits from the same thing as those same one percenters you know and 
though that's who and by the way did you read about joe biden uh looking for a republican uh uh, uh running mate what really Wow. And so this is how you give Trump the election. Wow. Like you don't have you don't even have to cheat. The Democrats are being so fucking dumb by not putting their force behind Bernie Sanders sure. rather than smearing him because Bernie Sanders, like you said, is for the people. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden is pitching himself as the one politician who can dislodge Trump, return sanity to the White House and bring back a sense of common purpose to the country. Senators, It's going to be the same bullshit, though. Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, by contrast, have advanced sweeping visions of how they will counteract not just the Trump misadventure, but three decades of economic injustice. There we go. With plans for medical care for all, a Green New Deal, and free public college, paid for with new taxes on the wealthiest. Tax the rich. That's what they're there for. And this is, and, and the thing is, this is why the Democrats are being so fucking soft. Yes, they want Trump out. They do indeed. But they want those corporations still behind them. And the corporations that give to these, uh, their donors, I should say, they, they're the puppets. Well, and the thing is, they have the money to pay for the media to spin right, whatever message right. they want. Like, you know, you, you're not going to have those rich anchors on MSNBC and CNN and, you know, Fox News is we don't but just... But why like, not be taxed? Because- how much of their money, how much are these selfish fucking assholes? How much do they need? How much? How? Why are they so much better that they deserve and they're... You don't... What are you doing with a million dollars? I can't even imagine what people are doing with this money. Like... I, well, I mean, I don't thing, buy. I don't, I don't buy things. I live I a very, I live a very frugal it. lifestyle. But the thing is, I don't. I live a frugal lifestyle, and I know a lot of people can't live the way I do without. I, if you know, you I'm a hustler. If you had more money, you would use it. But you're the way you would use it is for things like traveling. Yeah, right. You wouldn't. You're not. A, I'd use it on the radio station. You're not like a let's go to like Louis Vuitton kind of broad. No, I don't understand like, that. You know that what stuff makes me angry? We're, we're going hiking okay. in South America. Yeah. You're that kind of broad. And that's where you're... My thing is, I don't care what... Have all the money that you want. But I don't know why you're so afraid of being taxed on it when you're still going to be very, very wealthy. Yeah, you're still wealthy. You're Look still at all the money going, you and have. The thing is like... But that, you know... <laughs> and they're, they're so afraid. They're so afraid of Bernie Sanders... And you know Elizabeth Warren. I I'm for either one of them, honestly. Yeah, I'm fine with either one. I because I'm fine on you either, even have, either one. You have a Jew those... or a woman. Let's get them in. <laughs> Come yeah, on, it's you time. Notice, you notice that's something they don't really talk about either. No, with they Bernie shouldn't. Sanders. They shouldn't. Like he, it shouldn't be a thing. But it, it's. A, I mean, it's. But a he's thing. not. He's not. He's not that kind of Jew, though. He's not. Uh, he's not that kind of Jew that. I hope could he's sell a fiscally out. conservative, like good Jew. Uh, but no, <laughs> well, not fisc- I mean, just that he's good with money. Like people, that's one of the things people say that's is that un- Jews that's are good with like money. That's like a Republican Jew. Uh, we, well, no, just just if Jews are good with money, that means they're good with money. I mean, I'm 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 fiscally. We're being I'm kid. good. With, uh, the Jew in me is good. With money. I, I think that's why I'm so frugal and able to live in this city on sixteen thousand dollars a year. Oh yeah, the Jewish that Christian. I, that I'm I can save. Uh, you count the pennies, I'll count the dollars. Well, hi, um. From uh. 
For the moment, restor- uh, restoration is beating out revolution. Buoyed by support from Democrats of color, Biden holds a significant edge mm. in national polling mm. and now looks strong in state polls from South Carolina to California. Mm. But the uncompromising Sanders is drafting behind Biden while Warren and Pete Buttigieg are, grinding, are grinding to keep pace with the front runners. With Iowa's first in nation uh, first in the nation caucus looming in early February, the remaining contenders are running out of time to make their moves, or in fact, heading to the exits like Julian Castro did, leaving the race oh, and endorsing Elizabeth Warren. Like cool. Him. Below, we rank the 14 Democrats now running for the nomination in 2020. My thing is this you could actually win with Bernie Sanders if the DNC backed him up. Sure. I, I really think you could. Because what Bernie Sanders is doing, he's not—he's not just talking about we need to get Trump out. Trump's a bad dude. Blah blah blah. Okay, we know that bullshit. Okay, but in order to win and to to get people excited, is talk about he—he's talking about what he can do and with healthcare for all and the Green New Deal. But the problem is, is the the mainstream media, which most people watch and look at. They're not giving him the TV time and the time that he needs. And they're not sweet-talking him like they're sweet-talking about fucking Joe Biden. And for you Negroes out there who want to vote for Joe Biden just because, oh, he was with Obama, he cool. Or, oh, you know, he got a cool, you know, he got a cool facelift. No. Read about his policies Read about how many black people got locked up during the crap epidemic. Mm. Read about, didn't I just mention Strom Thurmond? Read about that racist piece of shit. Here's, here's the, the Joe crime Biden bill. Uh, Joe Biden, the former vice president, offers America a seductive promise, a reboot from the Trump catastrophe and a, re- a return to the Obama era. This is what I'm talking Rather about. than risk falling in love with a progressive new hope, many rank-and-file Democrats, particularly older voters and voters of color, seem happy to fall in line behind Fuck Biden. That. 77. At his Philadelphia kickoff rally last May, Biden touted his record as Mr. Fix-It. I know how to make government work, but Biden's... Nostalgia for bipartisanship strikes many in, in the party as faithful as naive. And his recent tease that could he could select a Republican running mate alienates yep. the progressive base. Biden has steadied his campaign, including by raising $22.7 million in the fourth quarter. That could be a fucking half a school. Absolutely. Biden, <laughs> Biden has peerless foreign policy credentials and isn't afraid to tout them. I'm the most qualified person in the country to be president, he said. I know as much about American foreign policy as anyone around, including maybe even Kissinger. Signature apolo- apology. I'm sorry I didn't understand more, Biden told reporters after being rebuked by multiple women for his space invader-style politics. I'm not sorry for any of my intentions. I'm not sorry for anything I've, I've ever done. I have never been disrespectful intentionally to a man or a woman, so that's not the reputation I've had since I was in high school, for God's sake. He should have said sorry about that. What? See, this is why I don't like to read this shit. He should have said sorry about how he felt about uh, the DSEG program back in 1975 when he was senator of Delaware. Motherfucker. What'd he do? In 1975 when he was senator, he was talking about um, because there was like the desegregation of a lot of schools or what have you. Uh, yeah. He was not for it. Oh! Oh, 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 and then like um, the question of slavery uh, 
um, when someone said he, uh, if he should apologize for his ancestors having slaves, he's like, I was kind of like said, I wasn't there wasn't, kind of thing. My thing. Yeah. It's like you could say, yeah, hey, sorry about that. My ancestors. So I don't like that saltine. Uh, Bernie Sanders, Yay. while the 78-year-old Sanders is on a roll, riding a potent combination of people power and cash, the campaign's focus on grassroots organizing is peerless in the 2020 field. And he's built his campaign with the help of more than 1.6 million individual donors, raising a whopping 34.5 million in the fourth quarter. Sanders does not have the left lane uh, to himself as he did in 2016. Many candidates have embraced his once distinctive proposals, but he is seen as the champion of Medicare for All and one-upped Warren's income-based college debt relief by calling for a complete wipeout of the nation's $1.6 trillion in student debt. He recently received a clean bill of health after an October heart attack. Signature policies. Sanders' 2016 campaign set the table for 2020. He gets full credit for mainstreaming a $15 minimum wage and a tuition-free college. Sanders recently introduced the 99.8% Act that would sharply increase the estate tax, including billion, uh, imposing a 77% tax on estates in excess of $1 billion, raising an estimated $315 billion over a decade. I totally agree with that. You have an estate that's worth over a billion dollars? You can tax 77%? Of course. Of course. Ah, oh, these selfish, that selfish is, That people. doesn't mean $77 million, you guys. No, it's more than that. Signature, no, it's not. It's less than. Uh, 77% tax on excess of a billion. So once they have more than a billion then you get taxed 77%. So that's 77 cents out of every... So that means that you get to keep 23 cents out of every dollar after a billion. So you still have a billion. Though. You still have a billion. Right. Oh, gee, what's the problem? Yeah, it's the money after the billion. I know, they're so selfish. Signature apology. Sanders apologized to a former female staffer for a 26 campaign marred by pay disparages disparities and allegations of sexual harassment by male staffers promising to do better moving forward sexual harassment so he's he's number two right now three elizabeth warren warren soared up to the top of the 2020 democratic field on the strength of bold progressive policies but her detailed proposal to implement to implement medicare for all without raising income or payroll taxes did not pay off politically coinciding with a significant polling stump warren 70 is targeting democrats who seek progressive purity from their 2020 champion including in fundraising relying on grassroots donors Warren raised $21.2 million in the fourth quarter. Okay, we don't have to go to Pete Booty Hole. Or no, I, but I do want to read Andrew Yang's. Okay. Warren wants to address American inequality with a wealth tax imposed annually on ultramillionaires to pay for benefits, including universal, free, or low-cost child care. And for yachtless Americans, <laughs> fortunes greater than $50 million would be taxed at 2%. Billionaires would pay 3%. The proposal has greater than 60% support. It would raise $2.75 trillion over 10 years. I love that. 2, 2%, 3% billionaires, like, like they need all that money? I mean, come on. I don't care if they do or don't need it. Just tax the Just, shit yeah, out of it. exactly. <laughs> Warren has apologized for conflating family stories oh, about God, Cherokee heritage with Native stupid, identity. Yeah. At the Native American Presidential Forum in August, Warren underscored her regret. Like anyone who's being honest with themselves, I know that I've made mistakes. They're really trying to pull some shit out of that room. Really. They try to make I that know. as... That was... 
You got nothing on that but that bullshit. So Pete Buttigieg is no. four. We're not going to read him, but I will say the only thing I there are two things I like about him. One, I don't like that liar. One, he's one, he's gay. I love it. I don't care. Two, he's the only one during one of those d- uh, Democratic debates that brought up abortion issues, and he's totally on the side of women, and he's. Put his money where his mouth is on that Look one. at his black people record. Right, I know. With the black people, not so good. But with the women, with the women, he brought it up. He's the only one. I'm like, Elizabeth Warren, come on. I know you've gone through menopause, but still. We're yeah, gonna... but he's went back and forth on things. Yeah, and no, I don't trust that fucker. And I, we mentioned, yeah, we talked about his scandals. Oh, Amy Klobuchar is still in it. So uh, Andrew Yang's number five here. The most unlikely grassroots sensation of 2020 yang is a businessman who founded venture for america yeah working to revitalize struggling urban centers by training and fostering entrepreneurs in cities like detroit and new orleans promising to address the economic dislocation created by automation in the workforce yang has built a devoted following and outlasted many serious contenders he's also raising serious cash 16.5 million in the fourth quarter signature policy the 44 year old is running on a platform of universal basic income yay yang spoke at length to rolling stone about his freedom dividend insist- insisting you want to universalize it so it's seen as a true right of citizenship cool signature non-apology yang has faced criticism for leaning into racial stereotypes in his campaign particularly contrasting himself to donald trump as an asian man who likes math i know he wears this hat that says math it's very funny Wait a minute, but he can do that because he's Come on, really? There's Contrasting much- himself. Well, he's saying, I'm an Asian man who likes math. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what's... Because he's a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Yang 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 has dismissed such concerns. I don't see any reason to dramatically change anything I've been doing to date. Yeah, he right. said, adding, the vast majority of Asian Americans I encounter seem very excited about my campaign. Hell yeah! Yang Gang! Yang Gang! I don't mind him. I just don't, you know... I don't trust him. I want to just quick read Amy Klobuchar because I don't know anything about her. The Minnesota senator's understated persona, see, I didn't even know who she is, stands in contrast to Trump's bluster and bravado, winning her plaudits from conservatives, including Washington Post columnist George Will and Republican senators Lindsey Graham and Susan Collins. With an impressive 11.4 fourth quarter fundraising haul, Klobuchar 59 is aiming to make a splash in Minnesota adjacent Iowa, which holds the first in the nation caucus. Signature policy known for a focus on reform of revolution, Klobuchar has emphasized her record of enacting practical laws that have reduced the backlog of rape kits and banned lead in toys. If Biden continues to decline, Klobuchar seems likely to corral some of his moderate-minded voters. Signature apology. Klobuchar has been dogged by reports she abused yeah. and demeaned staff, yeah, including throwing her binder that yeah. accidentally hit a staffer. The senator has admitted she has pushed employees too hard at times and can be a she's tough abusive. boss. But she's she abusive. also wants, um, she added she just wants to hold her employees and the country to high standards. No, she abuses her fucking staff. That's what that well, says. I think every woman in power abuses their staff. I mean, does, That's still ain't does right. Martha Stewart not abuse her staff? I don't know. Maybe she's that super sweet. She throwing a them- binder? bitch throwing a binder i guess that's that's, that's a, what that's what coaches do coaches are like Blah. i don't give a rat's ass but i mean she ain't the only one though come on you know she definitely ain't the only one being that abusive i'm sure uh, she knows she ain't the 
Honey, well, there's most the of them 20, are. That's, there's, there's the 2020 candidates. There's more, yeah, but... There's more, but, you know... But fuck them. They're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's between... <laughs> and I don't think Pete Buttigieg has an edge, actually, to be honest. I think I that he's going to drop out. But I think I'd like to see Andrew Yang. I mean, that's pretty exciting <laughs> that it's an old Jew. <laughs> A, 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 a homosexual vagina, a homosexual a vagina and an Asian dude oh, all of that Cory Booker's still in it oh that's right he's black dude yeah he was he was right after Amy Klobuchar yeah but, but he ain't gonna make it <laughs> I Andrew mean, Yang ain't gonna make it I Amy. really wish he would th- you know what if all the Asians came out and voted he might but then it would show how the electoral <laughs> co- well because the Asians don't vote it's like traditionally a thing they just don't <laughs> it's the race we're doing the race the race we're, thing we're today. Playing the race thing. We're playing the race card. That's today. Pick but a card, any card. Pick a card. Pick a card. Oh, Asians rah. don't vote. Asians oh, don't go to the polls. Oh, oh, black no, people they, don't vote. Yeah. Well, yeah. if actually if, we do. If women voted, if if everyone voted as much as they vote for American Idol or for The Voice or for the or the fucking, Bachelor or the ba- Did they vote on the Bachelor? I think so. Right? Don't they? Come? I don't think that the audience oh, they don't, votes on I don't the Bachelor. Know, I don't, do they? I haven't watched that no, show I, ever. I think that but the American Idol, the Bachelor does. Or there's a That's new stupid on one. My my sister's sister made me watch, and they were in a mask. They were the mask oh, singer. Oh, the, the mask singer. Yeah, that they're really in popular. a silly costume, singing. <gasps> Why? And and everybody wa- and I was like, I've seen like not an episode but a clip, and I'm like, people it, are I, really my, fucking dumb. My my sister's sister was like, she's like, I don't know why, but I'm addicted to this show. I watched one with her, but I was like, that's it. Did you lose some brain cells? I did. Well, I did a lot of whippets on Christmas, so. I had some <laughs> You know what? It was Christmas. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Jonathan I went to Hooters. Had to, Jonathan had to stop me at one point. He was like, he told my buddies that I was with. He's like, don't let her have any more. Don't let her. Because I was like being all like, blah, blah, blah. Like my brain cells were dramatically dying. They were like. That sounds like an awesome Christmas It was too. fun. It was good. I cooked a prime rib, but I overcooked it a little bit. And then there was a fire in the oven. Because <laughs> of all the beef, all the beef fat somehow overflowed or did something. It was lit on fire. We got it. It's like, ah. That's actually a nice Christmas story. Yeah. Wasn't in my house, so it wasn't too terrible. But. <laughs> But it was good. It was good. It was good prime rib. And then because we were we were upstairs from the bar, so I kept um, running food plates down to people in the bar, made them prime rib dinner. It was nice. Oh, uh, Bernie Sanders. I mean, just trying to keep things positive. Yeah, but I, I mean, if the Democratic Party does not back him up, which they probably won't, they're going to give Trump. They're going to give it to Trump. Right. Let's see because- if I put in can Bernie Sanders win. Let's see what let's see what they say. I'm sorry, I keep can yawning. Bernie can Bernie Sanders win? Ber- can Bernie Sanders win? Can Bernie Sanders beat Trump? Can Bernie Sanders become president? Let's see. I don't know. Recent polls showing Joe Biden. Yeah, recent polls showing Joe, Joseph Biden or even Bernie Sanders defeating Donald Trump in a general election are understating Trump's true strength. For example, an Emerson College poll released April 15th had Biden beating Trump. This is that must be old. Oh, that That's is old. old, 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 old. Well, they're wow. This is Fox News. Uh, the, the enemy wrote something. Should we check this out? <laughs> All right. My dad watches Fox News, which is scary. Oh yeah, we haven't talked to pops in a moment. We should ask him how he feels about that the yeah. next time. Yeah, you know what's what's going on. I think that he's okay with Trump not being anything anymore. Um, 
Announcing his second bid for presidency, Senator Bernie Sanders. Oh, it says yes. What does the top say? It says could could Sanders beat Trump in 2020? Yes, here's how. And this is Fox and News. This is this is Fox News. It's opinion. It was published last year too, so I think this is interesting. This was um, published March 8th. Oh, this is March. Yeah, so it's old, but I'm I'm interested to see what they said last year. Who the fuck is this? Uh, Fox Nation. Why something. does he look like King Cuba? I- dun-na, dun-na, dun-na. Announcing his second bid for presidency, Bernie Sanders drew a massive crowd in Brooklyn, estimated at 13,000 by his campaign. But can can he do this in Peoria? The answer is unequivocally yes. His performances in the 2016 primary showed that the Vermont socialist enjoys broad appeal in middle America. That may seem surprising, given the media's focus on Sanders as a far-left progressive who never shies away from the socialist label and its depiction of flyover country as the domain of backward-looking conservatives. These narratives would lead you to believe that Sanders and middle America would be politically equivalent of oil and water. But like most political narratives, these are incomplete. And if you and if they've led you to assume that President Trump will easily trounce the aging socialist in the interior in the presidential election next year, think again. Sanders' base may be dyed-in-the-wool progressives, but his support extends far beyond that. The 2016 Democratic primaries, rural working-class voters vastly preferred Sanders over Hillary Clinton. And and while that's common knowledge, what is overlooked is the fact that 10% of all those who backed Sanders in the primaries cast their votes for Trump in general election. More importantly, these voters were deciding margin states like Wisconsin and Michigan. Without the standard Sanders crossover, Trump would not be president today. Oof. How can Bernie bro also be a Donald dude? The voting <laughs> phenomenon tells us that working class voters are disenchanted with the status quo. The dynamic will be one of the central battlegrounds for 2020. Who can keep the working class voter in the fold? For Trump and GOP, the challenge is to identify a policy agenda that continues to attract working class voters while retaining middle class voters, suburban Republicans, and base conservatives. It's like, he's like, fuck with the gays. Uh, They'll get behind it. President Trump's trade policies, his China crackdown, deregulation, and tax cuts are a good start. But what's needed to win over millions of working class voters and and ensure the long-term participation in a GOP coalition? Oh, I I know what he needs. He needs uh, immigration reform. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. For his... For his part, Sanders has uh, the most working class street cred of all the announced Democrats. However, he will likely have a much harder time appealing to this demographic in 2020, given the actions of many of his colleagues in the party in general. Uh, What the election of freshman Republicans Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, Ihan Omar of Minnesota, and Rashid Tlaib of Michigan, and others, the Democratic Party has careened to the left, and not just on economic policy where Sanders felt comfortable. Democrats have doubled down on identity politics in a way that threatens to undermine the broad appeal of Sanders enjoyed in 2016. If you look back on his 2016 run, you'll see that Sanders wasn't an identity politics warrior the way many in the party are now. Sanders emphasized unity, patriotism, and economic socialism. It was a message that did resonate and probably still will in middle America. But to convincingly convey that message, Sanders this time around will need to intentionally separate himself from the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez crowd, and that won't be easy. Look at the last few months, as Matt Cottonetti writes in the Washington Free Beacon. So far this year, the Democrats have floundered 
in a pit of racism, sexual assault, and anti-Semitism. They've embraced politics akin to infanticide and pronounced plans to expropriate wealth, pay reparations for slavery, eliminate private health insurance within two years, and rebuild or retrofit every building in the United States before the world climate change 12 years from now. Wait, can I? Okay. Yeah, this is Fox News. So okay, obviously, can, can, I, yeah. can I say something? Did you just hear that lie, that big ass lie right there? Yep. Look at the few months as Matt Con- Contetti some day ago. But the, watch, the Washington Free Beacon, I was probably some. Oh, that's a conser- It's a conservative. It's, be, yeah. it's a conservative. Yeah, the the Beacon is a conservative newspaper. So far this year, the Democrats have floundered in a pit of racism and sexual assault and anti. And these are Trump supporters. Well, they're, <laughs> but they're saying that the Democratic they're Party. saying the Democrats are this way. We're like, this sounds a lot like what's happening with Trump. This doesn't sound like the Democratic Party. That's what Party. I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It, it, that's what I'm like. They're, they're, I hear that lie. Well, and I mean, I'm fine with the rest of it. Like, I, no, ex, but, expropriate wealth, pay reparations for slavery, eliminate private health insurance. Yeah, repara- um, the concept that the but Fox they just even lie. said, but they're, they're saying like, reparations, why would we do that? Because obviously they're talking to the Fox people that are like terrible people. But, but, the, but they, <laughs> I'm like, they, yay, reparations but they, they just they just told they just said that the Democrats have floundered in a pit of racism, sexual assault, and anti-Semitism. Okay, first of all, the guy that killed those people in the synagogue in Pittsburgh, he was right winger, right? Okay, cool, got it. Check. Um, who has ties to white supremacy, and who were who were the dudes in Charlottesville, and who's their dear leader? I think his name is Trump. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that's uh, and, the, thing, the racism. I, I just, I, no, no, but it's is, all wrong. But this is why Fox News does what Fox News does. I know. Does, they're, which they're is propaganda. why we read, yeah, we read the enemy to find out what they're doing. Because what they're, you they, know, they flipped it. They, they flipped they, it. They, they were talking about themselves, but they yeah, said they were the talking Democrats. about themselves, but they're, ta- but they're also that they're <laughs> trying to say, like, watch out, Bernie Sanders, socialism is coming. Be afraid. All of your money. Keep your money on your right. Keep it. Keep your money close. And reparations they're taking for your those jobs. Yes, they should be getting. Yes, you you know reparations. I'm, I'm, I I I want my check. Uh, it makes me crazy that the, here's the thing though is that even if even if we don't have a monetary reparations, no, we gonna get some reparations, wh- which I believe in. There should at least be free health care and free college, uh, or erase the money. what if what if just for black people. Oh, but that thing is we already like, we already fucked them because we didn't I want give you my any money. Mule. I and want the my education. 40 acres. Yeah, I know, 40 acres I want, I want, uh, I want Black Wall Street money, which I did there. I want it all. Yeah. I want some Jim Crow up in there. But the thing I want is that they could, some crack epidemic. They could even start the process by forgiving student loans and providing free healthcare for African-Americans. Oh, Say, no, hey, would, I'm sorry. Here. They, At least, they would, but to white start people, it, the, the white people would never have that. Well, why not? I think it's I think it's because a conversation. Because white people are racist. Well, and that's why <laughs> that's why they bring it up. In Even this if Fox you call News yourself thing. a liberal, but, some, you you have some racism. But maybe. that's why they brought it up in the Fox News thing here is because they're pandering to the racists that like Trump and they're trying to scare them. Ooh, could Trump not win because of that crazy socialist Bernie Sanders? And, and then, here's the things you should be worried about. And then they throw in this racist bullshit. And. and Here's a, oh sorry didn't no no it. go ahead I was gonna say so we are in the twenty we're in the year twenty twenty now right what yeah. is what is my favorite number or favorite year I've been saying for the past couple of years that's twenty years away that's got white people freaked the fuck out and wilding out twenty forty oh twenty forty you know what's what, happening 2040? in twenty forty 
Oh, browning. there's not going to be white people anymore. No, there's going to be white people. Y'all going to be minorities. Oh, the good. browning. It's yeah. the brown. And so this is the next 20 years. You're going to see white people grow ape shit. <laughs> I'm, the one, I'm fine with it. I know, but you, but you see what I'm talking about because you know they're going ape. White men are going ape shit. I should say some of you white women out there, but the sure. white because they're, they're trying to take your reproductive white rights away. Okay, because there's going to be more women than white men. They scared of that, and plus the blo- the birth rate in the white culture is going down because more white women are having babies with not with white men. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. This is uh, this is all the way Back from 2018, and this is 20 reasons Bernie Sanders is the one to beat Trump in 2020, backed by data. This is what scares the Democrats. So no one. He's on track to win the 2020 primaries. Uh, and that's then. This is an article from 2018. This is an right? article from 2018. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, this is what well, this is why I, I, this is why I'm more pissed off at the Democratic Party. I already know who the Republicans are, okay? I've been knowing since when I was born. I was born in the Reagan administration, and that guy's a piece of shit. So I ain't met no good Republican president. But what I know is that the DNC, the corporate Democrats, who do want Trump out, but they wouldn't mind probably taking voting for some of his policies for the 1% anyway. Uh-huh. Uh they are going to shoot themselves in the foot. They're playing the same 2016 game. But, but and, and people, we're the ones who but, choose. But that's why they're, but this is, no, but they're trying to choose it for us. That's why you have like CBS, NBC, MSNBC he, shoving your shoving Joe Biden down your throat right, but if, because he's for the basic status quo. But if he, This is why people voted for Trump in the first place. But if he doesn't get the dnc backing he can run as an independent can he no 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 he could no what i mean by that is the money the the things that he needs to push but he's he's not about corporate money either and the dnc don't like that because they get corporate money from like your pharmaceuticals your jeff bezos your fucking evil zuckerbergs let's say that But they don't but again you mentioned this earlier he is for the people right he is for getting economically Everyone having their fair share. And the rich don't want to be taxed. Right. They don't. They say, i rather keep my but the, the billions about, rather than be a human. If, and If Joe Biden wins the It'll primary, be back to the status quo. But then it would be Joe Biden versus and, Donald Trump. Ugh. But Bernie Sanders could still run. He could run as a Green Party. Why can't he run as oh, an no, independent? Oh, no. That's a no. Because he could win. Don't. Because then the people. No. Because then maybe all the no, people would rise that up. That is a debt. No. Nobody votes for Green. No, that ain't going to happen. Well, okay, so this is two. He's the most likely to win the Electoral College. Most notably, Sanders can capture the must-win battleground states that Clinton failed to. In 2016, he upset Clinton in both Michigan and Wisconsin. In in the general election, she desperately needed to win, but capitulated. Sanders would have won both states as he did in the primaries. After all, he defeated Clinton by a total of 157 votes. In Michigan and Wisconsin, Clinton uh, lost both to Trump by a total of 33,452 votes. Had Sanders been the nominee, Dems would have won by a margin of 100,000. 
That alone would have deprived Trump of 26 electoral votes, reducing his grand total of 304 down to just 278. Remember, 270 is what's needed to win it all. Sanders, as the 2020 nominee, could nearly deny Trump the presidency by turning two blue states that he's already won. Michigan. He could also have the popularity to flip Pennsylvania and Ohio. Even Trump's personal pollster, Tony Fabrizio, concedes, I think Sanders beats Trump. Sanders has the ability to reach a lot of the less than college educated low income white voters. If we could just abolish the fucking electoral college anyways oh, and make it fair. That, I mean, I don't understand. But it's racist. We, it, it's, it's, it's racist and it's not fair. Not fair. It's not really fair at all, at all. At all. But we, they ain't trying to hear that right now. And see, this is what I'm talking about. So now, and this is from 2018, he's more popular now than because people here, yeah. recognize him from 2016 when he was running. Yeah. And then, you know, he's actually been the most popular by by uh Pam's yeah, uncle. I guess he's it's the most popular politician in the country while Trump broke the wec- record for the worst favorability ratings of mm-hmm. any nominee in history. Mm-hmm. Sanders maintains the highest favorability scores of any elected official. Sanders continues to be one of the most popular politicians in the country by a large mo- margin. He's the only one on either side who the majority of voters like. Even a Fox News survey found that no other politician was more well-liked and most Republicans say that he's honest. Ooh, did I hear you say Republicans thought he was honest? Four, the kids are crazy about him. Well, Sanders (laughs) remains admired across demographic groups. He's a competitive due to his record-shattering popularity with young people. In the Michigan primary, 81% of Democratic voters cast their ballots for Sanders. In New Hampshire, 83% did. Sanders turned out more young people in the primaries than Obama did in 2008, receiving more votes from young people than Clinton and Trump combined. See? Five, he's a savage on social media. To beat Trump, Democrats need to run a candidate who can compete with the president's enormous social media influence. Yeah, Joe Biden. One of the Twitter, I mean, all he does is tweet. One of Sanders' secret weapons is the digital media empire he's built with the help of his media producer, Armand Avram, formerly a politics producer at Now This. Sanders uploads thousands of originally produced videos to all his social media channels in which he and other progressives champion major issues like Medicare for All. Some of his more scripted videos feature Sanders talking directly to a camera. However, it's not uncommon for Sanders and Avram to strike viral gold completely serendipitously. For example, when Jim Carrey recently appeared on HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher, that was a great the actor described the benefits of Canada's healthcare system. Within hours, Avram sprang into action, cutting the video into shareable package that was distributed across the senator's platforms. Within 10 days, the video had garnered over 12 million views on Facebook alone. At the top of the video was a Now This Style title that read Jim Carrey Explains Universal Healthcare. Sanders' team was first developed and refined this approach in the 26 primaries, and when a bird landed on Sanders' podium in Portland, his digital team converted the once-in-a-lifetime moment into a viral multimedia (laughs) and online fundraising windfall. Sanders and Avram understand that while a live speech like Carrie's can influence millions watching in real time, capturing that moment and turning it into a viral video can reach tens of millions in the days ahead. Avram uses text cards or subtitles in his videos to convey the most important messages while allowing viewers to follow along with their volume off, which most viewers prefer. It's the ripple effect that social media enabled and the production techniques that Sanders' team perfected that allow moments like Carrie's to live on and reach a targeted audience segment. Um, six, he's the undisputed leader of the progressive movement. 
We know that. Seven, his supporters are as passionate as anyone's. Whoa. Yeah, I mean. Eight, he's the king of grassroots funding. Yeah. Nine, his message resonates with Trump voters. Oh, scary. Yeah, Sanders beat Trump with grassroots fundraising, but he also beats him with messaging. Trump's whole message is that he's the only one capable of taking on the establishment. That's a much harder sell when your opponent is Bernie Sanders, the guy who can't be bought and never once took a dollar from the NRA or fossil fuel industry. And this is why the Democratic Party, because they have their hands in the fossil fuel companies too, don't get it twisted, they talk this climate change. Well, actually, they haven't been in some of the... uh, town halls so that says a lot it says a lot that's why they want people like joe biden they want puppets right he's the leading voice on environmental justice according to the latest polls 91 percent of democrats say they worry a great deal or a fair amount about global warming millennials worry about it more than any other issues across political parties and ideologies 70 percent of americans want the government to take an aggressive action on climate change sanders plan to invest in a clean sustainable energy and create millions of jobs in the process stands in stark contrast to trump's insistence that climate change is a hoax <laughs> invented by the chinese yeah i just want to let you know since i was in shanghai i totally saw them invent it was it was it was it terrible out there like could you breathe was it no it was it was fine it, it, was fine. it did get smog um but it's not bad like beijing beijing is yeah he has more experience and organizational readiness than the rest of the field he's been a mayor a congressman a senator and a former presidential candidate he's been vetted on the national stage yeah he's bona fide 12 he has a crossover appeal that his competitors lack that's true he may not be a dem but he's given dems life ain't that the truth yeah despite being an independent sanders remains the prominent voice in the democratic field He's spent the last two years campaigning for progressive down-ballot candidates, introducing legislation to protect American workers, and holding Trump accountable. More than any other American, or he, more than any other American, popularized issues like universal health care, marijuana legalization, and tuition-free college, while simultaneously destigmatizing socialism. <laughs> That's great. The fact that mo- even most Republicans now support Medicare for all is a remarkable development. That's great. Yeah, Medicare. Yeah. Medicare's great. Everyone should have it. 14, he's stronger than ever due to the DNC's reforms. Ooh, see, this is the money. See, this is, ooh. Yeah. Looking ahead to the next primary, superdelegates will play a diminished role, which is a game changer for Sanders. Aside from Clinton herself, superdelegates were the biggest obstacle Sanders faced in the 26th primary. Mm-hmm. 2016 and the Associated Press called the primary contest for Clinton days before California the nation's most delegate rich state even had a chance to vote basing its decision on the superdelegates support for Clinton about that I remember that in 2020 Sanders can rest assured that the superdelegates won't tip the scales in his opponent's favor since passing sweeping reforms in August the Democratic Party's decided superdelegates will no longer be allowed to vote on the first ballot, meaning they can no longer determine electoral outcomes except in contested conventions. 15. He may be in his 70s, but so too are his main competitors. Yeah. Oh, I like... Yeah, he'll be 79, Biden will be 78, and Trump will be 74, Hillary Clinton will be 73, and Elizabeth Warren 71. All the front runners will be in their 70s. He may be old and white, but minorities like him, yeah, like myself. Exactly. Another perceived challenge will be that he's an older white man, but 73% of registered black voters and 68% of Hispanic voters view Sanders favorably. Plus, Sanders has a proven track record of fighting racial and economic inequality. In the 1960s, he marched with Martin Luther King Jr. You notice and was arrested they haven't talked anything about him being a Jew. 
Not not even a thing. Not even a little. Because he's not that kind of Jew. <laughs> Uh, 17. He may be a socialist, but that's so too are a growing racist. number of Americans. Bernie's a socialist. America isn't ready for that. Actually, the numbers tell a rather different story. According to Gallup, more Democrats now approve of socialism than capitalism. And millennials say they'd rather live in a socialist country than a capitalist one. Say what? Sanders has effectively destigmatized the socialist label. While all Democrats may not yet embrace democratic socialism, the vast majority do support Sanders' policies. 18. He's authentic. He's real. He's known uh, for straight talk and uncombed hair. Hell yeah. 19, he presents, he represents the change most Americans want. American workers are sick and tired of political and economic establishment that for decades failed to deliver. They want a candidate with the guts to take on the rich and powerful, someone who can't be bought and someone will fight for them. Number 20, his interest in running isn't for power. It's for the people. Wow. That's exactly what it is. It isn't power, it's for the people. When asked whether or not his former boss would run for the presidency again, Jeff Weaver said he's very focused on the question of beating Trump and putting a Democratic in the White House. If he runs, and if he runs, it's because he thinks he's able to do it. Yay. Go, Bernie. So, yeah. Yep. I think we, I, I think mean, we did it. Yeah, I think pretty much we went through it. I'm the, I'm the Democratic Party is the one holding him back. See, you, yeah. he has everything in place, ready to go. Yeah, I mean, and he can like he like. We know what happened in 2016, where you had a, Hillary was not popular, so some of the Hillary or the Bernie people voted for Trump. Right, and he can win those people. He can win those people back. Yeah, they'll come over, and it'll be great. I I really hope that we don't shoot ourselves in the foot with Biden. It's it looks it looks like it's happening. Well, we but I mean, but I'm trying media, to be optimistic. But with the, you're right. With the media, they're trying to push it. But now here's the thing: it's the last quarter. Bernie has more money to play with to try to get people on his side, and so. And now, I mean, now people now that, happen. you know, Biden is not as popular as everyone as the mainstream media wants people to think that he is. Joe Biden, go away. <laughs> go Joe Biden, done, done, done. Get the fuck out of here, man. With your with your bad horse, Mister Ed Teeth, and your bad bow. He's an undercover Republican. He is. Yeah. He is. He's trying to be. Like I totally, undercover. totally think he is. He's undercover. Republican. I really totally. He worked with Strom Thurmond on the crackdown of drugs, the, and the, the, whole the crime crack, bill, yeah, and all that stuff, all yeah. that. And then he's you, closet Republican. We've talked about how he treated about, Anita closet. Hill during yeah. those heating. There was uh, heated hearings. Yeah, the whole pubic hair on the coke joke classic i mean there's so much and all i mean if you all you gotta do is look at old school c-span <laughs> i mean seriously it's documented i mean you have to read about your candidates and i don't understand why especially if you are black uh don't read up about this dude's voting record it's pitiful it's yeah. terrible and now i do have some issues with bernie he needs to go a little bit harder on reparations and then he can totally get the black absolutely vote. but then again he could scare the white people away too yes and that too and that's, and that's why another thing that was that fox, fox news article just in mentioning reparation that's basically getting all the racists the little, the little <sighs> get get the they their get, hackles up their little fur balls exactly like, no. yeah it's just like oh the, oh they get more of a free ride yeah. Aren't they? Don't they get welfare already? No, actually, oh boo boo. Most y'all people get welfare. I wonder what the percentages are on that. 
Look who, it up. Yeah. Who, who gets up? We're almost. We're almost done. Oh, we're almost. Oh yeah, my god. We did it. Oh. It's been so long. It's, it's, it's been so long. Uh, but we can. Yeah. Let's look at the numbers. How many crackers are on? So uh, racial breakdown. Racial breakdown of of, of government assistance. Of government assistance. Govern. I bet you it's not black or brown. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Watch the numbers racial, go up and down. Americans are mistaken about who gets welfare. Huff Post. So obviously, it's a new side that I trust. Absolutely, uh, and this is from 2018. But um, people significantly overestimate the number of African Americans benefiting from the largest programs. Mm-hmm. President and Donald Trump and Republicans mm-hmm. in Congress may soon embark on a racially fraught mm-hmm. policy battle over welfare. Mm-hmm. We can lift our citizens from welfare, from dependence to independence, mm-hmm. and from poverty mm-hmm. to prosperity, Trump said in the State of the Union address last week, which is really old. <laughs> the latest signal that Republicans want welfare reform this year. Trump has often pandered to racists among his supporters. He said Mexico sends rapists to the United States and there are some fine people among the neo-Nazis who staged a deadly protest in Charlottesville, Virginia. But when President said the Mexican heritage made it impossible for a judge to be fair, House Speaker Paul Ryan called it the textbook definition of a racist. The word welfare is different. It's a standard political term that Democrats, Republicans, and journalists alike, though Republicans use it the most often. There's nothing... Uh, overtly racialized about welfare you can even find it in the preamble to the united states constitution and yet the word is often loaded with racial meaning as a new HuffPost yougov survey shows much of the public has a distorted view of which groups receive the bulk of assistance from government program 59 percent of americans say that most welfare recipients recipients are black or that welfare recipiency is a is about the same among black and white people. Let's see what the media used to Here are the list of federal government programs for each one. Tell me whether you think that there are more recipients are white, black, or the number... Oh, this is is the thing. Public housing, 13% white, 37% black, um, 29 people said about the same. Head Start, they say 17% white, 21% black, 33 about the same. Food stamps, 21% say white, 27% say black, 36% say about the same. Welfare, they say 22% white, 26% black, and 33% about the same. Unemployment, 25% white, 14% black, 35% about the same. And Social Security, 33% white, 6% black, 41% about the same. The numbers reflect a significant overestimation of the number of black Americans benefiting from the largest programs. Medicaid had more than 70 million beneficiaries in 2016, of whom 43% were white, 18% were black, and 30% were Hispanic. Of the 43 million food stamp recipients that year, 36.2% are white, 25.6% are black, and 17.2% are Hispanic, and 15.5% are unknown. Those would be indigenous people. Isn't that crazy? Do you that see every, what the media, that uh, propaganda? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one sense, HuffPost's survey asked an abstract question. The federal government doesn't run a program that's actually called welfare. The word can describe any instance of the government helping people or businesses, though it's most commonly used to describe programs that benefit the poor. These days, to Republican lawmakers, Welfare means Medicaid, food stamp, and temporary assistance for needy families program. I have Medicaid and food stamps. Um, so I don't. Yeah. So this is crazy. Um, See, we just proved we our just, point. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> the surveys that people think across the programs, people overestimate the share of recipients who are black, said Elizabeth Lowerbosch, a senior analyst with the Center of Law and Social Policy. It's not surprising because we all know people's images of public benefits are driven by stereotypes. Yep. Trump himself harbors mistaken views of who re- receives welfare benefits, according to reporting by the NBC News. What do you got to During a meeting with members of con- Congressional Black Caucus last March, one member of Congress told Trump that welfare cuts, which the president had proposed in his budget, would harm her constituents, specifying that not all of them were black. According to NBC News, Trump said, really? Then what are they? <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> And that is and how that, most white people feel. I guess, and, and that is how we end the AltaCast with our racist president. <laughs> well, if they're not black, who are they? Well, I'm on. I get food. I mean, without my food stamps, it would be it would be diff- I wouldn't have had a Christmas. That's for sure. You, that, you wouldn't have I no wouldn't have back had, of lamb, yo. I wouldn't have had that. Um, so thank you, government. I saved up my food stamps and I got... And sweet baby Jesus. I got that. Yeah. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. I'm so glad you're back. Yeah. The Altacast is back. Cool. I'm sorry that we um, burgeoned into the two o'clock hour. This it's was okay. some kind I don't of have to work today. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah, because I got to catch up and sleep. Hell yeah. I'm going to go straight home and go to sleep. Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do some uh some some more work this it never ends i know i i'm going back my i'm usually i'm there with you today is a rare rarity i that's good because thou shalt never take a like a 16 hour flight and go straight to work oh my god that that is no you can't do that 16 hours yeah and your time like i think it's like 3 a.m their time now oh god so i am like elsewhere in the world sure so well, you've been with us here on the AltCast. We're back. We're back to a new yeah, decade of horseshit. Exactly. We'll be back next week in our regular time at high noon. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Mr. Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. download a podcast and you can
Dog Podcast, and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm. Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm. Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to MutinyRadio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, 
there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl